There is no death. There is only a transition to a different sphere of consciousness. Carol Ann is not like those she's with. She is a living presence in their spiritual earthbound plane. They are attracted to the one thing about her that is different from themselves, her life force. It is very strong. It gives off its own illumination. It is a light that implies life in memory of love and home and earthly pleasures, something they desperately desire but can't have anymore. Right now, she's the closest thing to that, and that is a terrible distraction from the real light that has finally come for them. You understand me? Here's one more thing. A terrible presence is in there with her. So much rage is so much betrayal. I've never sensed anything like it. I don't know what hovers over this house, but it was strong enough to punch a hole into this world and take your daughter away from you. It keeps Carol Ann very close to it in a way, the spectral light. It lies to her. It tells her the things only a child could understand. It has been using her to restrain the others. To her, it simply is another child. To us, it is the beast. Now let's go get your daughter. (laughs) (laughs) Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. You can't handle the truth. King Kong ain't got shit on me. My day. Best thing we boy here. That's bright. Everybody on good. Great. Bad. Wonderful. You didn't even move. <laughs> God damn it. Welcome to Facing Off. I'm Nick. This is Gabe. Who's apparently an impenetrable 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 fortress, fortress of of not being scared. Unlike Never. me, who yeah. uh, is just sitting here terrified of my apartment. Yeah, I'm pretty scared of your apartment. And uh, with us is Layla, who I assume is also afraid of my apartment. Hi, Layla. Yes, Welcome always. back. Hi, guys. Thanks for having uh, me back. How have you been in the week since you, we talked to you last? I've been pretty magical. I had a pretty great weekend. It was you, my birthday. Uh, celebrated your birthday. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I did. Happy belated I birthday. Did. Thank you. Yeah, so it's been was pretty it magical. No Doing all the spooky like things. Uh, yeah, it's the greatest month of the year. Yeah. For many reasons. Month, as, <laughs> as she said, yeah. Yeah, it might did be a signifier happen? of the oh, bats yeah, Did anything really fucked up and spooky happen to you? I mean, as I was telling you guys, my electric toothbrush has been going off on its own every single night. It doesn't go off during the day. It only goes off at night while I'm sleeping. And it just starts off on its own. It's unbelievably terrifying i don't know what to do about it i think i just have to get rid of it but yeah my house is now haunted thank you very much got to no you are haunted not your house yeah it's probably you 
Yeah. That's well, it could a fairly be rude comment. Toothbrush. I was talking about Paranormal Activity, one of the movies we're Is doing Is the toothbrush today. haunted, specifically? Yeah, it could be your toothbrush. It could be the brush of uh, for the teeth of... Uh, it could be <laughs> the brush of the teeth. Uh, hey, before we get started, the I want to take a moment brush. of silence, actually, uh, for the... Uh, for Quibi, the oh my god, I thought this was going to be a serious thing, but no, we're just talking about Quibi. I thought he was just going to try and scare me. No, (laughs) Quibi, the streaming service, died within the year it opened. Wow, they spent two billion billion dollars. Moment of silence to the pocketbooks of Meg Whitman, fuck you, Meg Whitman, and Jeffrey Katzenberg, (laughs) who I won't say fuck you to because Jeffrey Katzenberg's pretty cool. Um, anyways. I also think I would like to say off the top here, before we even get into any shout-outs, uh, you should follow us on, on social media. We're on Instagram, Instagram.com slash FacingOffPod and Twitter.com slash FacingOffPod. I want to do that off the top just in case no music, uh, anybody man. skips the ending. We would love to have you on Instagram. We got so many followers. Layla just got us like 10 new followers in one day. It was pretty sick. Shout-out to her followers. Um, Woo! Who is the one? Morgan. Morgan. I, yeah, I want to shout out a couple people, actually. I want to shout out shout Morgan out. for sure, because she is like a diehard horror fan. So like the second I started talking to her about doing these episodes, she just went in about all the movies that we have to do, which is cool. She has all these yeah. suggestions for us, which is awesome. Yeah, she sent a suggestion in. Thank you. Did she really? That's awesome. Um, And then I also want to give a shout out to my friend Ava, who watched Poltergeist with me over Zoom which was very helpful because I thought I was going to be terrified. So thank you to you. And she also did like a crap ton of research and sent it to me about the movie, which was really fun. So shout out to Ava. And she also followed us on her multiple accounts as well because she's yeah, just real she excited about this. Yeah, like three or four different Instagram accounts. So thank you. Wow. But we would love everyone else to follow us there. <laughs> that I would be great as well. <laughs> quick shout out to Chris uh, of the Movies That Molded Me podcast, Christopher Cody Grace. Uh, he's a huge Poltergeist fan, so he's uh, definitely going to be listening he's to this. He's with us in spirit. Hey, Chris. Uh, Hi, Chris. Welcome to have you back. <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't know what welcome I'm saying. Welcome to have you back. Uh, yeah, and uh, quick spoiler alert. We're going to spoil the shit out of these movies, so if you haven't seen them, go watch them. You definitely should watch Poltergeist if you've never seen it. It's yeah, 100%, please. Uh, and, po- and Paranormal Activity is now a classic, so watch them both. Sure. Nick, what happened in these <laughs> movies? Let, let us know. Chris is here. I can feel him breathing. Uh, oh my god, stop. Ooh, wow. Um, <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, wait, wait, I can't wait, wait till we get yeah. to that. Okay. Uh, these are going to be really straightforward. I didn't have to, We watched, Game and I watched Paranormal Activity before this. I didn't have time to write these down. And boy, are my arms still tired. Poltergeist is about a young family whose house is haunted. TV's involved, mediums are involved, clown dolls are involved. Paranormal Activity is about a young woman whose house is haunted, a young family whose house is haunted, but actually the woman is haunted, and also mediums are involved, and Ouija boards are involved. That's it. Yeah, that's pretty funny. I, I would say that Poltergeist is uh, more about uh, American capitalism and like building land on Native American uh True, land. but I didn't want to spoil them. Getting deep. Well, I just said spoiler alert right before. Well, I know, but yeah. I also didn't want to go into detail. Fair. Usually your synopses are like literally the entire <laughs> plot, detail by detail. Not always. Not always. Not always. Okay, Not those are time. those are fine. Yes, a lot of those things were involved. We're doing them because... Well, they're all involved. They're about poltergeists slash hauntings. Yeah. Uh, and... Um, 
kind of about the American dream of having your own place, but then having it be ruined by uh, demons, by and, demons shit. and shit. And then tech, and, and then they're kind of and about technology, technology and how technology, yeah. <laughs> yeah, how technology, how they find their way to them through technology. Just, Are you watching it? I don't how know. much ghosts just dislike technology? They hate it. Well, I guess in Poltergeist, they don't hate technology. They use it to snatch up them babies. We snatching babies. All right, She's let's uh, let's actually just. It's a simple concept of why we're comparing these two. Um, let's break them down using our five spooky categories and a rating scale of one to seven. One being lowest, seven being highest, four being middlest, average, neutral, or in between. Uh, we're going to be doing spooktacularity, eye candy, originality, actoring, and legacy. Let's start it off with spooktacularity because we have to. We're talking about two horror movies. How spooky were they? Were you heavily engaged in the movie? Did you find yourself scared the whole time uh, but invested? Were there jump scares? Or were the jump scares just these like cheap little scares used to fuck with you and not, not really expertly built? Um, so let's talk about these two movies. Why don't we start with Paranormal Activity, Nicholas? Ooh, okay. Insert low rumbling sound here. <laughs> and then every time I talk for the rest of this, you I'll do that. just insert a low rumbling sound yeah. so that we'll people just have are it go conditioned to be terrified whenever they hear my voice. Mm. Because that's what this movie does. It conditions you to be terrified every time you hear a certain low frequency sound that really only works uh, in a movie theater. Or works best in a movie theater, or if you have like surround sound, or maybe if you're wearing headphones. Yeah, this movie would not be fun if you were wearing headphones. Yeah, I'm so glad I because I would have done that. I usually watch like some oh, of these yeah, movies right. on my laptop with my headphones. Um, I I don't think that they're it's not like a smart scare movie, but the first time I watched this, uh, did not want to did not want did not want to be. Did not want to exist anymore after watching it. <laughs> Just didn't want to. Didn't know where that was going. <laughs> but didn't, but couldn't turn away the whole time you're watching it. It's very gripping the first time. Second time watching in your living room, not so much. So I'm going to give it a five. Yeah. Well said. What, what about you, Layla? It's also only 83 minutes long, which is nice. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. That, I mean, it needs to be for sure. I. This was kind of a weird category for me for this movie in particular because I'll start with... I could be swayed. I gave it a four only because, because like the the scary moments are f- absolutely terrifying to me, and I'm and I'm completely engaged and terrified when they're happening. But like seventy five percent of this movie just feels really slow to me, and it's just these two people talking to each other and annoying camera work and conversations that I hate. Honestly, like I don't like listening to the two of them talk to each other at all. Yeah. So it's kind of like. I don't know. It it just feels like so much of it is just them and they're they're both kind of annoying assholes and I just I, I don't like it. And it also just paints such a picture of like the two, like the 2000s and I don't like love seeing oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. Um so like the the she standing was like, that TV. Is so 2006. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck. You're I mean, that you're, guy you're like, alone, that her yes. partner alone, is just like a perfect picture of like a douchebag like in, in the 2000s. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. 
Yeah. Uh, so it, that takes me out of it because he just annoys the crap out of me the whole time. His whole ridiculous macho, like, I'm going to fight this invisible paranormal yeah. thing is like. I shouted at one point about that. I was like, what are you, why are you leaving the room, dude? Oh, you big strong guy. Well, he you even says at one point, he's like, does. come at me, come at me. Like, he's like trying to fight with it. And I'm just Don't like. Don't tase me, bro. Well, see, and like, <laughs> so this is going to bring me to something later on. But like, even what you guys are talking about right now. It's not even... I know, dude. I know. I'm protected, dude. Keep going. <laughs> Talk. It's... <laughs> he... He literally... They... The, the whole... Their dialogue is like 70% exposition. There's a part... Yeah. He doesn't even... It's not even that he's like macho and... And it's implied. He literally at one point is like, I am the man and you are the woman and I am going to protect you because you are scared. He's like, come yeah, it's her. just, and like, it's just bad. It's just like, so and it yeah. And it, I'm sure we'll talk about mm-hmm. that more in acting. So I don't want to spend way too much time on it, but yes, the whole, the whole 75% of just the daytime, them talking to each other and all the dumb camera stuff completely takes me out of the movie. Like, honestly, I found myself when it was just them talking, like looking at my phone or checking my phone. Cause I just was like, I don't give a shit. And then the second it turned to nighttime, I was like, Oh crap. Fuck. Um, yeah, every time that happens. Yeah, like every time you see the timestamp yeah. and it's nighttime. Um, so yeah, I gave it a four just because like as scary as it is and it does, I, I, w- I went into this so unprepared because I kept telling myself, this isn't going to be as scary this time around. I've seen this. It was probably just really so scary in theaters. Scary. Yeah, no, it's yeah. fucking terrifying and awful. And that I'm whole last... That Twenty minutes is just terrifying. It's just terrifying. Anyways, four for me. Go ahead, Gabe. Yeah, I mean, no, no, no. That, that's that's a great point because that's what I was thinking about the whole time, and it's still like I'm still covering my eyes and I'm still like slapping my phone on the couch, just being like, oh, fucking, god damn it, um, this scene is happening. I, do you guys remember when this came out? They all the trailers were theater reaction trailers yeah. of people yes. that got to see early releases, and so I think this I'm was like get the first movie they did that. Right, yeah. and it, it, I'm going to mention this a little bit in Legacy because that might have hurt the movie. But either way, I knew it was going to be so scary. I was like, oh, I'm definitely not seeing this in theaters. So the first time I ever <laughs> saw it was on like my trip I, I took with my friends after graduating high school senior year. We went to Cabo, and one of the nights – we went to fucking Cabo. Um, and then one of the nights – one of the, like, off nights – Such an LG uh, Where we weren't, like, going out, we watched Paranormal Activity. And I was in the other – so, like, every, there were two beds in, in one room, and then I was in, like, the, the, like, other room on this, like, pull-out couch. And every night after that, my friend Cole would sneak in late at night and then just fucking jump over the counter and scare me. Every night. So I couldn't sleep the whole time I was there. And it was because of this, mostly because of this movie. I was so messed up. <laughs> but the other thing is, when I first watched this, I thought it was real. I didn't know that it was a horror No, I movie. totally did too. And I, I did too. Think, yeah. I don't even, every time I watch it, I'm like, oh, I think the first time I saw it, I didn't even realize it was a horror movie until she gets pulled out of the room, which is just, no, fuck that. <laughs> But when she gets pulled out of the room, I'm like, oh, okay, it's obviously fake. But they do I, the, I had a so moment this time. I had a moment this time on rewatch where I straight up like sat there and I paused it and I was like, this isn't a real movie, is it? Like, this isn't real. Well, they I had do, to, like, they <laughs> say like, thank you to the San Diego Police Department at the beginning. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, it seems real. 
Um, I do want to say that the expectation of what will happen keeps you engaged more than what's actually happening. So mm-hmm. yeah. you're right. I think like That's 70% fair. of the movie is supposed to be character development, supposed to make you like care about these characters, but uh, also kind of dist- – it's like trying to make it so realistic that it can be a little boring at times. But I think that I'm, I'm still oh, – I'm engaged to an above average level because – I know what's going to happen, and every nighttime scene is scary. The first scream downstairs, they're like, <gasps> and then like hits the wall. Yeah, the I was huge, like, no, yeah. no, it's, fuck yeah, that. I would, so I would scary. abandon her immediately. And I'm telling you, <laughs> like any girl out there, I'm sorry if you have a demon. Like I'm leaving you immediately, and I'm not even going <laughs> to hesitate. True love. Um, <laughs> I do want to clarify a point really fast. Yeah. I I didn't necessarily find it boring i just hated them like i yeah, hated those fair. characters to be clear if they Which were more if they were more engaging characters then like i don't think i, I would have been as like, funny at <laughs> yeah no definitely definitely hateable people so i actually i gave it a five i think like nick i think it is diminished on second watch for sure yeah like it you're never gonna relive yeah, the experience of the first it's just time not it. yeah especially in theaters yeah um, i watched it in theaters and my friend and i let's talk about poltergeist <laughs> yeah, okay. Talk about uh, that. I'll talk about that in Legacy. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, Poltergeist Spooktacularity. Yeah, I can go pretty quickly. Um, actually, it's not going to be that quick. <laughs> Too many It's notes. never quick with you. Uh, so uh, this, no. scene, this movie I had never seen before is so fun. It is just an absolute blast. It's a wild thriller. That text you sent me was um, so great. First scene wow. is for sure creepy, but I'm locked into it because it feels so Spiel, uh, Spielberg-esque where it's following the dog through the house and yes. stuff and it's like showing all the characters. Like the house is like a living thing almost in the way that you you become well acquainted uh, uh, with it immediately. But I like said, oh, nope. Right when I saw the clown, I was like, fuck. Dude, and then, I, yeah. But I forgot, I forgot that it was, it, this is another movie that was ruined by Scary Movie for me. Because in Scary Movie 2, oh there's God. a scene where the clown is like fucking That's with him. so oh. true. Uh, I think it's uh, one of the Wayans brothers. I didn't even that, think about that. that scene. But I still on that, in that moment when you see the clown, just the first time he's in the chair, I'm on guard for the rest of the movie. Yeah, it's just done from there. And it doesn't even come into play until the last scene, which is like, fuck them for making me forget about the clown until the last scene. It's just such an Um, unnerving looking clown and then it doesn't do anything. But also, let's just, can we, we'll do this right now. Why the fuck does this kid have a clown sitting face front in front of him at his bed? Is it for the girl? Like that, what clown, what person wanted that clown? I don't know. Because he doesn't like it. But it's also like not even at like the corner of his room or on the floor or something no, it's, it's literally propped in, in a chair right in front of him letting, at all times letting him know i'm watching and then at the yeah, end I, of the movie when the room is put back together it's there again when they're moving and it's not packed <laughs> so i so there I, I mostly gave it a really good score like i'm giving this a really high score because the last 30 minutes of the, no, no the last 20 minutes of this movie are probably like they're like high octane fuel like it is so fun it never stops until literally the very end. Um, but I do want to point out a couple scenes that I was like, I was like getting up, like on my bed, watching it, getting into it. I was like, yo, this tree just fucking snaps that boy. He just starts munching on that boy. That tree is like, whose boy is this? He said, dude. I, I mean, the whole thing, 
everything about this movie is cinema. Like, this is such a Spielberg movie where I'm like, yeah, every scene, I'm like, oh my God, this is so. And he didn't even direct it. It's like he brought in this questionable, really though, questionable. Movie. And I'm going to speak to that, but questionable. I agree that it could have been even better with him, but. Oh, that's but not even what just, I want to say. I'm just strapped in the whole time. And also, I want to shout this out because you, you would love this. Jerry Goldsmith's score. Is so okay. Good. I wanted to. I want to yeah. like dedicate time to this at some point. We need to yeah, like. I don't. I give it a at six, some point. <laughs> I gave it. So uh, I'm just gonna take my turn real quick here. Uh, I gave it a seven because I knew nothing oh, about this movie. I knew literally nothing about it. All I knew was the image of the girl in front of the TV. And I swear to you, I have never been more engaged in a movie in my life. My jaw was Whoa. dropped the entire fucking movie. I can feel because I, here. He's breathing. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> he's like, he's animated. Uh, it he's blew my mind. Right <laughs> it was okay. It literally blew my mind. I don't even, I, every second of it blew my mind. I didn't expect anything that happened to happen. And every time it happened, I was in utter shock. I mean, obviously that last 20 minutes, but like, the tree scene just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. I like, I, that I tree like eats that boy. It just literally takes him. It's done. And then the little girl is like f- clinging on for dear life and screaming for her mom. Like it's just, it's incredible. And so what I was gonna say about Spielberg is not that like, I don't know if you've read about this. Like I deep dived into this movie after I watched it, but he there's like a huge Hollywood rumor that like he did direct this movie that he like entirely did direct it, it. feels like a Spielberg and like movie. Hooper has been in interviews and said like I don't know where this came from like blah 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 but like the medium lady or whatever totally said the entire six days she was on set he Spielberg was directing the entire time like well, Hooper was not the directing. story maybe he was just like you, you know it's uh, also Spielberg a, like as if he's gonna yeah. like not take control of the situation. And like, it was definitely like him as director dick around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it was definitely him. He's gonna like, be on set, not directing. <laughs> yeah, he's just Come hovering on. over everyone and breathing he's on like, them. He's like, "That's how you're gonna do it. That's how you're gonna direct the outcome." I mean, even as you watch it, though, you're like, "He." It's not even just the writing. As you watch it, you're like, "He did direct this." I'm sorry. Like he did. There are so many yeah. moments. The entire, the entire first ten to fifteen minutes when they're establishing. That it's like the the type of suburban life that they're living around, like you know, like the families around the TVs and all of that, and like the the cars on the road and the biker, the guy biking and stuff. Like that all feels like Spielberg. All I could think about was ET in the first fifteen minutes, and obviously right. both these movies came out the same year. You know what's but the like, most Spielberg scene? I I th- it, like I wonder if you noticed this too. The especially because especially with ET that year. Is yeah. the part when it's the mom and the daughter, uh, and the chairs had first moved or whatever, oh, and she yeah. she does the uh huh and the uh uh-uh uh thing. I was like, dude, Spielberg just gets this like this like cute like family energy. Yeah, that he gets in totally. The same. He year. builds it perfectly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he builds Yo, we it going, so well. Let's go sevensies on this. I'm gonna move up to a seven. All right, so I'm, I'm going to keep a seven here, too. And yes. the only thing that you, you guys didn't mention that I want to mention is also, I think, a very Spielberg thing. The choice to go from she's taken to sort of the not... Like, I think they kind of say how much time has elapsed. Oh, yeah. And then you kind of see them, like... Oh, it's like a month, almost. Yeah, it's like a, it's a few weeks. I can't... They, they say pretty much exactly how well, long dad it is. is, like totally fucked and they're all just broken people and just it's just like 
such an awesome, like, like amazing choice to make and to watch as a viewer. And I just kind of love, I love that about movies when that, when something like that happens and then you, you're not told how these people have changed. You just see them as now they're different. Yeah, because yeah, of for sure. the worst thing ever happened to them, and they have a room upstairs that screams at them when they open the door. Now, I dude, that's the only <laughs> scene that I was like, I legitimately jumped when she just slowly opens the door, and it's, <laughs> it's like, like ah! and then she goes, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." Yeah, I'm like, dude. Also, so, speaking of that, like, there really is just time. like such great comedy in this movie too. Oh, like, definitely. just yeah. like even small moments like that, or like. The mom just has such a great demeanor. Like, and we'll talk about this yeah. in acting. I just want to talk yeah. about everything about this movie, but... Oh, I agree. I'm so glad like, that you liked it, too. This was... I, I mean, I'm obsessed. <laughs> yeah, I, Dude, I It's, so, it's such a smart movie. Like, yeah. the mediums are wrong. <clears throat> yeah. They're like, tell them it's one thing, and then it's like, all of the things. It's and all... They just the, don't... But they, they, but they also know. go after that one thing, and then they're not done, because yeah. it's the whole The house hits just keep on yeah. coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, let's... Another one. All right, let's do eye candy next. So wait, that was sevens all around for Poltergeist. Let's talk about eye candy. Um, This is all the visual elements of a movie. So cinematography, special effects, production design, costuming, all that good stuff. Uh, Let's stick with Poltergeist since we're on it. Uh, Layla, what did you think about eye candy for Poltergeist? Wait, but I don't want to go first on this one, and I will clarify Uh, uh, because... What did you think about eye candy for Poltergeist? Um, well, I thought it was kind of good. What am I doing? I am good. Uh, anyways, uh, I, I just want to clarify. I don't have a, I don't have a score for it yet. And that's cause I kind of want to have a conversation about it before I decide what score oh, do you I wanna, give it. Okay. We'll say your points first. Cause I don't have, a well, score I just, either. I don't know if I even really have necessarily points. I just like, oh, I got plenty of points. I almost want to hear you talk about it first okay. and then I can, yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah, I mean, I got to say, I already love the filming when it's the do- like as i mentioned at the beginning when it's following the dog through the house it's just really yeah. spielberg has a sense of following characters and stuff and blocking sure. he keeps like you what he shows you in it with the character movements we're, we're just 100% awesome. rolling with the theory that he actually directed this I mean movie. at least on a production side like, <laughs> it just seems obvious does. to me based off of his other films but I, yeah, I, go ahead. yeah and I, I generally like the production design and filming overall like I wouldn't say any like those things I like I gotta say that the bedroom has aged does not horribly. age well right like, yeah okay it looks like the like dvd screen for a movie like when things are like floating through and that yeah. little like but specifically that thing. scene that specific Go, yeah. scene where she the psychologist or whatever opens the door and it's the and first it's like, time Whoa! they open it after the girl's gone yeah. yeah and it's just like random stuff that is like unbelievably bad like everything else yeah. in the movie was like pretty bad but that was just the face melting awful scene is oh that's awful. what i was gonna say so the <laughs> face melting scene looks really it was like was it supposed to look real but i was gonna say for spectacularity like i was really invested yeah. in that scene because i was like what the fuck is happening <laughs> and then the guy just like this doesn't movie is tell anyone nuts. and then he's not in the rest yeah of the and movie. then he just goes away yeah, I think he's movie. just like, dude, I can't do this. Well, they say that he he goes on like medical leave, or oh. they say something like he's on leave, or like he couldn't. I he's missed not that gonna line. Ki- I think they just say he's not going to continue with us or something. Good for him. He's smart. He's it kind of like he's crying in a, a gutter somewhere. It just goes into the kitchen to cook a whole steak. Looked, the poltergeist itself also kind of looked pretty stupid, especially when it comes out of the oh, screen, yeah, the, the hand, and then the beast when it comes out. I was like, eh, I don't know. It looks like a 
uh, like a one of those uh, puppets. The oh marionette, marionette. Yeah, it looks like a marionette mixed uh, with the worm from Dune. I gotta say, this movie's gotta be really tough for people with epilepsy because there is. It was like, tough it is for me. All flashing lights the whole time. It was. Th- uh, Julie and I sat here and we were like, I think we're gonna have a seizure. Yeah, I was like pretty certain. I had to look away. I had to look away. I was like, I don't know this feeling. This isn't normal. This isn't visual, but I want to point this out just because uh, it comes out with that demon beast at the end. That is absolutely the sound of the MGM lion, right? Because re-listen to it, it's the exact sound of the MGM lion. But like, I don't think I have that sound like in my head, Gabe. Dude, I was when I was watching it. I was like, if you watch enough movies and you know that. <laughs> or whatever. It was that same thing, and it's it's definitely what was that game? Lion Roar. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to actually do a lion roar. One. Okay, and that Nick is playing it right now. Hold on. <laughs> it is. It is. Oh, I'm so glad. It's I mean, unless that's edited, but not that's not a visual thing. Anyways, I don't know what I'm gonna give it, Nick. What? <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm you leaning, don't know either. I'm gonna lean. Where are like, you leaning? I'm between four and five because I think. Okay, was I was at like a five. Time. I was I, at like a five. I can't get over the the bad scenes. I think. Yeah, the, yeah the, the I support that. that. That's totally up. understandable. I, I have to go four because like the scene. Okay. Imagine so now, like imagine the movie. Re- now this is. I'm very sorry, Chris. I know you're listening right now, and I'm speaking. I'm breaking the fourth wall and talking directly to you because this is your favorite horror movie. I'm not saying they should remake this movie when I say this. There is a demon named Chris in the room. <laughs> Speak. But imagine <laughs> that scene where his face melts remade with today's CGI and how horrifying that could have been. Definitely. But you know what's interesting about that? I just feel like it wouldn't be the same kind of movie if it was made with real CGI. No, yeah. Like if I it almost, was like actually horrifying. I don't think. Yeah, exactly. Movie. Like I well, feel like there were, this. there were, I mean, Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. But so I just it, feel it like, probably is bad. Sorry. Is <laughs> I just movie? feel like there's something classic about the way that it is. Like, it's just kind of magical how fucking nuts it all looks. <laughs> 2015. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I totally agree. And, and, that has not. I don't know, good what, Layla. For you, were there other like visual things that you really liked about the movie? Uh, I mean, I do. Similar to you, I do absolutely adore the way it's actually shot. Like just the way that they follow the characters and that whole first twenty minutes where he's establishing like suburban life is really beautiful and great. Um, the CGI itself just like. It very much limits my ability to be like this is a great visual film because it's. You, you you very much notice while you're watching it how awful the CGI is. So yeah. it was between a four and a five. I don't really know which way to go. <laughs> I'm going to go with a four. I think. Okay, I'm fine with four. Aged. Yeah. And it's not fine. even like if you think that same year um, Steven Spielberg did E.T. And that is visually so incredible at every level um, and has aged tremendously in, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Um, Some I, of the I, poor visual choices – not, not, I wouldn't call them poor. That's pad phrasing. Some of the bad CGI in Poltergeist isn't necessary. Yeah. No, you didn't need CGI didn't, in that scene, yeah. really. Yeah, you didn't need to do all the things that they tried to do, and that's why I think it, it has to be a four for me. Yeah, what about um, Paranormal Activity? Because this one, like, I don't know. <laughs> I, 
I, I love the idea of paranormal activity. I mean, it was made on fifteen thousand dollars, so yeah. that's fucking unbelievable. Like so, like it doesn't even matter. I mean, there's not a lot that you would have to spend on in the movie, but any production needs more than that just to be able to film enough scenes and stuff. Um, yeah. So it's really impressive mm. with what they did. Just even though they're kind of just using a normal camera, I think it's really cleverly edited in terms of like going back and forth between the cameras and and what they choose to show you on the computer versus what they don't show you and the night vision. Like I think it has like iconic moments. Just the room itself uh, in, at night like stands out. I will say one small nitpick is I don't really like the fade to black edits. Like, whenever a scene is done, it just fades to they black. They do make it seem more like it's spliced together footage, though. Yeah, yeah but I would have liked it yeah. more if it was even more... Spi- like, like going to the next scene, it was just spliced into the next scene. Yeah. Okay. Because that's, like, what Blair Witch Project yeah. is like. There's no, like, fade to black because no one's editing this afterwards for a movie, you know? Like, the, pe- yeah. the people in this, that's a spoiler dark, alert... If this was a real movie, fun. the yeah. editing position of... Uh, like, it was this like, a who real edited footage? this? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna, th- I'm gonna put in this little thing right they here. They got the darkest, weirdest dude ever to edit this footage of these... I feel like also when they used to like do it based off of footage, it would like, it would have that fuzzy screen too in between takes. Like when you watch some of the video and it ends and it's just the fuzzy screen on a TV. Like they did with Blair Witch. Yeah. 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 And I just feel like I don't really understand why that wasn't necessary because it is still like, it's still a physical camera that they're using. I don't, I don't know why it just fades to black. (laughs) Right. You wouldn't like someone would have to edit it to be fade uh, for it to fade to black. Those are my, those are my like little nitpicks, but I would say, you know, it's fine. It's serviceable. So I, I would probably give it a three. You know, it's like slightly below. I also gave it a three. And and the reason is there's only really one scene that is visually two scenes that are visually really terrifying. And one of them is very, very simple. But the scene where she's dragged out. Yeah, I wonder how they did that. I guess just someone is is really good. The the way that they that she like gets dragged on the floor first and then she kind of wakes up and she's like, what the hell? And then she just like her leg gets lifted up and she's like gone and just uh, like unearthly screams is is legitimately really great, and then the scene where Mike at the end, where Micah's body is thrown at the camera. Is Mika, all, Mika, it's not Mika. That's not how you pronounce it. Yeah, I know that it is. Shout but, out Micah Arps. Uh, it's not a, it's not like a smart scene, but it does visually work. I think those are the only two scenes that are visually great, but like the rest of them kind of fall flat on the second watch. So I gave it a three. Like the footstep thing is like. I remember in the theaters that being really scary, but this time around, it's like, why does he walk like E.T.? Oh, but the shadow thing was kind of cool. Like, yeah. we just noticed it this time that there's a, uh, on, in a couple of the scenes at nighttime, I don't know if you saw this, Layla, but there's like a shadow on the door. Yeah, um, totally. Like, especially yeah, when he, it turns on the light in the other room and then comes in. Then you see the shadow, and my theory is just that, like, the light was still illuminating off of it. Um and that's why you see that, but yeah. I don't like it. Um, I actually gave it a four, and I kind of stand by it, only because, I know, right? I'm giving it a lot here. Uh, only because it's kind of the only reason the movie's like in any way important to me. <laughs> like there's... Oh, sure. 
There's like there's plenty of paranormal movies out there and plenty of possession films. But the reason this was like remarkable when it came out was because it was the next best thing, best thing to Blair Witch, where we saw it visually through a camera and it being filmed handheld like that. And it, the entire movie is about the camera. Like it's all about visuals and how they're filming it and all of that. So See, it's not it's good necessarily. I mean, that's fair. I mean, that plays into it. Like, I think that's a big part of it. But like the camera itself is a center point of the movie. And that camera is what is filming these scenes. So I kind of just feel like I need to give it a four because of that alone. Not that I think it's that great, but it's such the visual component. If you take the visual component out, if it was actually filmed like a real film, this would be a dumb movie. <laughs> this would just be a bad movie. So I, I feel like it just kind of has to get a four because of that. But that's, that's, that's a really my, good point. Um yeah, and okay. then, but then I'm like, oh, but like, yeah, am I, okay. But then, am I going to compare it to other found footage movies? And do I like other found f- footage versions of it more? I do. I mean, I thought about it. that. I totally yeah. thought about that. I think I'm. A, I want to talk about that in Legacy a little bit too. Sure. Because it's, we'll do that then. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll save it for that. Well. Okay. Um. We'll, we'll all right. Let's move on. Top. What? Top. That's what I was gonna. I was gonna joke oh. with that. Oh. Come back up. Um, all right, next uh, category. Let's do mind. actoring. Let's talk about the acting, the performances, and whether the writers and directors gave the actors that they need uh, what they the tools they needed. If Steven Spielberg to perform at the best of their abilities, yeah. Everyone. Did Spielberg help or hurt both of these movies? Which he did. He did both of these films. <laughs> um, no, let's let's stick with uh, actoring for Paranormal Activity first. Okay, uh, Nick. What did you think? I'm I'm saying four. Okay. I don't think they're straight up bad, but no. they're not straight up good. <laughs> um, they straight up don't have a script though, which is helps them. Like you said when we were watching it, you were like, well, "Wait, they do they not script. have a script? Is that a thing? I don't know. I didn't yeah. know that. They probably had a script. They don't have a no. There's no oh. script for this movie. They were told these are the things that you need to talk about. This is how you should feel. And like go. they directed Love them that. into a Love scene, that. right? Like yeah. they still so told like them. Okay. Yeah, which is why some of the dialogue is like, what are you saying? Like, what? Why are you saying that? It's just like, it's because. I mean, don't... granted, I think it's almost even better now that I know that because it really does encompass what I imagine a couple like that in the 2000s to say to each other. Like it does like capture that for me. And that's why it annoys me so much. So almost, I feel like I need to give them more props (laughs) for capturing that so well. Yeah. Like I really do think that they like, it's not that bad, but I'm not going to give it an above average score because I don't think that either of them are are really very good. I gave it a four too. I also gave it a four. Katie sells the crap out of being dragged out of a room by a a spirit though. That's also creepy. Like throughout the movie, like when she's on the swing, she's pretty creepy. She makes me feel creepy things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that's interesting. I, I think I'm going to give it a, I, I hadn't given it a score. <laughs> Sorry, I just do that. Um, <laughs> it was weird because we both did it. Um, it's just like, I, I, I want to rate it based on other movies where the characters are supposed to be really real and that they're supposed to be. Uh, only like half acting sort of, you know, it's like supposed to feel like a documentary. And I think that they are totally adequate at that. And I don't think at any points do they excel. And I don't think at any points do they hurt it. Although I do think Katie, yeah, but I do think (laughs) there are moments where Katie, sometimes it feels like I can't tell 
like she looks really realistic with a camera in front of her because she's more the subject of a lot of the scenes. She's yeah. in front of the camera. And so sometimes she's acting like someone would act normal, but with a camera on them, you know, like they're not supposed to be acting, but there's a camera in their face. So they're naturally going to act a little weird. Yeah. And then other times she doesn't. And it's like, she's playing it up a little bit and I don't like okay. those scenes. I know what you're saying. Like when she talks about, there's the scene where she argues and talks about the camera. It just doesn't seem like a real argument. It seems kind of fake. Yeah, she's not. And super those consistent. are the scenes. Yeah, and the scene. Those are the scenes where I gotta um, notice. I, I do. I, I like Mika, even just as a character, because he he has all those little jokes. Like he's such a boyfriend. He's such a like, like, have you ever seen that video of that guy who's just um, telling his girlfriend like puns in the grocery store? Like he's like picking up items and selling puns and she's really annoyed. That's the type of guy he is. It's funny when that first psychic is in the house and he's like, oh, well, you can't have any negative energy in here. And he's like, all right, well, your mom's not allowed to come and visit (laughs) anymore. It's a great line. Or the like, I didn't didn't buy the Ouija board. I borrowed it. Like he's he's good in that it's effective, but I do and really want to reto- shout out. Her retort is that's the nicest Ouija board I've ever seen. Yeah, it's, it is a really nice. It is a really nice Ouija board. To be fair, even when it's glazed, even when it's glazed by de- demonic fire uh, flames. This episode is brought to you by Costco Ouija boards d- it, with demonic www.costco.com. <laughs> Type in promo code facing off. First, you have to first you have to acquire a membership at Costco. Cost sixty dollars per year. Yeah. Then, or then the, type in facing or off. Type in promo code facing yeah. off and receive one. I do want to shout out one actor in this movie. Nick and I were dying of laughter at how fucking great the <laughs> ghost person is when he shows up. And he and he the guy who's not the, the most, demonologist. The, the, demon, the demonologist is out of town, <laughs> and he just he comes in and he just ra- he just raises his shoulders like. Oh wow! Wow! <laughs> first no, no, no! He, I, he's first like he casually greets them. He goes, "Micah, Mika." He's the least helpful person ever. He literally says to her, "He goes, no, no, no! Don't leave. That's not going to do anything. I have to go. I will. I want to. Help I really you. shouldn't. Be I here. want to help you, but I can't right now. Okay, I'm, I gotta go. But I'll, but we will talk. I will help you. And, and then he doesn't calls. even call them. She has the worst night ever. After I that. feel like the ghost or the demon came down and like diddled his penis and then walked out and he's like oh no he raises one shoulder <laughs> not sign and up goes, for this oh ooh i should be ooh, here. gotta get out of here um anyways that is why <laughs> i'm giving amazing. it a four out of four. Oh, ooh. um let's move on to poltergeist ooh. actoring ooh. uh this one a little a little more acting involved in this film mm-hmm. as i uh as i saw uh i think joe beth williams is incredible in this uh, the yeah. person who plays the mom, I think yeah. she, yeah. Um, she's just like purely motherly in like a fun, goofy way and a very sincere, concerned way. I also think that young Craig T. Nelson, uh, who plays oh, the father, my God. does he not look like Patrick Wilson wearing Richard Nixon prosthesis? <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> Rewatch it. He looks exactly yes, like that's... that. I don't uh, have to. I, I now see it. <laughs> I think he is so great in this. I love Craig T. Nelson. And I if you've seen adore the Incredibles, him. you got to love him. Also, um, if Mr. you've Incredible. seen Parenthood, you've got to love him because yeah. he's the grandpa in Parenthood and everyone's favorite character. And he's Coach <laughs> from Coach. Uh, but 
I, I think he's great. I think he's really funny. I think when he's distraught, it's very good acting. When, yeah. like, as Nick mentioned earlier, when they show up again and he's just drinking beer and he's like, "Dude, this house is fucked. My family's fucked. My daughter." <laughs> the upstairs. You should see the. You should see the room upstairs. And then when he's like, oh, "I'm trying to get her to read my mind." I uh, I love this the chemistry between them, especially in the scene where they're just smoking weed and goofing off in the bedroom. Yes, it's such a really good scene. real. It's like you just believe this family; they're great. Um, and I love when they're like laughing while talking to the neighbor next door. Yeah. Um, but I want to talk about Beatrice Strait. Beatrice Strait is the woman who plays Doctor Leah, the first psychic, the paranormal yeah. like psychic that Isn't comes it in. Doctor Lesh. I own. Oh, Lesh, maybe. Um. I just have to mention, she won an Oscar once for literally being in a movie for five minutes and 40 seconds. Wow. And it is the most appalling thing that's ever happened. It's a great film called Network. I strongly encourage everyone to watch it but and and forget that she was in it or miss the scene she was in it and she won. I was very pissed <laughs> off that she got that because she won it over Jodie Foster and Taxi Driver and the mom and Carrie. Um, oh, you've brought this up on this podcast. Yeah. Fuck you, Beatrice Strait. Actually, but Beatrice Strait is so good in this movie. Like, yeah. I think she's genuinely incredible. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty badass in this movie. She gives uh, such an old Hollywood vibe in this movie. Yeah. And the and I and I know Nick is going to bring this. I think the kids are really great. Remarkable. And the scene with the little girl having the, like, funeral for the bird is... Yes. Pu- pure cuteness. Yeah. When She's when she, a stupid, wow, cute child. It's devastating. Like... She's like, it's for just... when you're hungry, for when you're cold. And I was like, dude, <laughs> fuck this. Stop it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Couldn't have waited for a school Oh, day. God. It's a great so true. Yeah. I also wish that the construction workers had died, and I'm really bummed out that they don't, because they are heinous I know they come in men. for two seconds for almost kind of like no reason <laughs> and they honestly up the 16 year old like they're Rudy Giuliani and the Anyways, mom laughs on point yeah there you go there you whoa go. topical she does well, she does kind of laugh well she We're laughs political on this like, podcast Fuck you boys and then she's like geez <laughs> anyways I uh I think it's like a five or six for me I, I'm gonna go with a five yeah I gave it a five. Ooh, I talked for too long sorry I went that. with a six okay that's I mean I, I support that I mean <laughs> God rest her soul, because it's the saddest thing ever that that Heather O'Rourke died at like twelve years of age. The the girl, the main girl. Dude, yeah. we need to talk about this. By the way, I'm we really need to sorry. talk about I this. I knew that that as soon as Layla was like, "Oh, my friend did a bunch of research." Yeah, like, oh, dude, I have so much to say. I have so much to fucking say. Until but yes, you, so sad that you she got passed. it. But she died at twelve <laughs> years of age, and I I I believe. That that I knew a, um, a girl who died of the, the same thing, uh, like a gastrointestinal block that eventually causes like septic. Yeah, um, I don't know. She, her heart g- gave out at twelve years of age because of a, 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 a an intestinal block. Super super sad. That kid, incredible in this movie. I, I can't think of a better. I can't think of a better performance from from a kid that age. Like she's like Elliot. she totally would have been like a child Elliot actor that. Be- did I mean, really Elliot well. and Et. Yeah. Dude, she is so flipping good in this role. It's oh, it's nut. It was nuts. Elliot to me. was older. Sorry, it, yeah. Drew Barrymore would be the same. Wait, speaking of, did you know that Drew Barrymore was the second choice and that she auditioned for this role? Yeah. Oh, so she could get yelled at by uh, <laughs> Spielberg even more than she did. Oh, dude, E.T. this poor poor Heather O'Rourke was traumatized multiple times during the filming of this movie. Wait, really? Yeah, she hated the scene where. 
he the, oh, yeah. where it's she a gets movie. I didn't dro- where she gets uh, like vacuumed into the where she's like getting sucked. I mean, that's in. terrifying. Yeah. You're literally screaming, they "Mommy, help me!" Time. over and over again. They filmed and it. Like, one they're time. just like, "No, we got another kid. We got worried." The about. kid was just she was just freaking out. They filmed it one time, and Spielberg said, "We're never going to do it again. We won't do it again." Oh okay. well, that's way nicer than when he fucking shouted at. And then she wouldn't get into the into the pool of of skeletons and mud, obviously. Oh, yeah. And so he got in with her. Spielberg climbed into the, the with water. With Joe Beth Williams? Yeah. Oh, the mom? No, no, with the, the... The kid doesn't go in the pool. Oh, yeah. Wait. That's the mom. Was it the mom? Yeah. Was that... Okay, so I read that trivia and just but, assumed that they were talking I mean, about the kid. F- they're real but skeletons. But I can tell you they're real skeletons. Yeah, yeah. that's fucking terrifying. Yeah. That is yeah. absolutely terrifying. Not, I'm not a cool thing. Kind yeah, of grossly well, shocked that they did that. five, Layla? Yeah, why are you As opposed to what? Oh, six. um, I, I, to help me. Oh, I mean, I, th- I think it's good acting. I just don't think it's like. I feel like yeah. if I give it, if I give it like a six or a seven, I feel like I'm saying it's more than it is. Like it's, it's good acting. It's an '80s film. Like I don't think any performance was like remarkable or anything like that. Like it's the mom puts in a very sweet, lovely, nuanced performance. The dad is good. The the kids are entertaining but we've seen kids do really well in these movies kids have done really well in scary movies a lot um so i'm not like nothing about this was like holy shit i need to give this a really great score it's just really it's good it's it's all good nothing about the not a single performance was bad to me so i gave it the lady who came in and did the monologue uh that plays tangina is is great the one that i did the medium but like her full yeah but her full monologue is so good especially when she's walking through the house and she's like I can hear you. I just wanted to like test this out or whatever. Yeah. Um, it was great. Let's move on. I got to read you the trivia that I read and thought must have been the child because of how it's worded. But then I got to the end and was like, wow, he said that to a child. It says in, in IMDb, it says Joe Beth Williams was hesitant about shooting the swimming uh, pool scene because of the large amount of electrical equipment positioned over and around the pool. In order to comfort her, Steven Spielberg crawled into the pool with her to shoot the scene. Spielberg told her, now if a light falls in, we will both fry. The strategy worked and Williams got in the pool. And so because it says the strategy worked and Williams got in the pool, without thinking about the name of the actors, I was like, oh, he's talking about a child. Yeah, like he manipulated a child to do that. (laughs) I was like, wait, I don't think she gets in the pool. And also he said, now we're both going to fry to a a six-year-old? To a child. Anyways. Um, Yeah, all right. Uh, I'm I'm still going to stick with a five. I think uh, Layla's points are great about, um, like, 80s acting and stuff. Let's talk about originality next. Uh, Originality is where we talk about how creative the movie was, whether it stands out in the genre, uh, whether it needed to be made, um, things of that sort. Let's uh, start with Poltergeist. Um, Quickly, for me, uh, I do like that it's all about the American dream and, like, about suburbia for white people and how fucking privileged they are. Um, they all had it coming. They deserved everything that happened to them. Um, anyways, uh, I, I do also like all the examinations of America during like Reagan America. Um, like, you know, you have the end of the night, um, you watch the national anthem or whatever, just so that you feel safe in your home away from any terrors like the, uh, like the Russians and stuff. But really, it's, you know, it's like a false flag. Um, Literally. Uh, and then also f- 
fuck white. I, I love that this movie is just basically like fuck white people for building lands on Native American burial <laughs> grounds uh, because they all come back. Just to, uh, subtly calling that shit out. Love it. Amazing. I also got to say, I didn't even realize. I mean, one of my favorite movies of all time, comedy wise, is Ace Ventura Pet Detective. And I had no idea he was quoting this movie when he's like, this house. It's clean. Um, I I love it. So there's no Ace Ventura without this movie. I got to give it a seven out of seven for that reason. No, I I think this is really clever for the genre. I think we had had... No, I don't know how many Poltergeist type movies we had. We had demon movies with The Exorcist. No, 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 no. no, Not like this. We had nothing like like this. So six or seven. What did you guys think? I went six. (sighs) What did you get, Layla? I 100% gave it a 7. I 100% gave it a 7. This movie is nuts. This movie blew my mind. This is like, I've I've never seen a movie like this before. Every second of the movie, I was just like, where is this taking me? What is happening right now? So for that alone, because I was that impressed by how much it shocked me every second of the movie, I gave it a 7. But like, there... There are so many poltergeist paranormal movies out there, and I can't think of a single one that I'd be like. I kind of this is like that. (laughs) Is this your favorite horror movie now? Uh, it might be like my favorite Spielberg movie now. (laughs) Oh no! Fuck off with that. Go watch. (laughs) No, Spielberg is. I've been watching enticing Gabe into a Spielberg debate right now. He's just going to close out of... Yeah, he's just done with me. He exits the Zoom. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Uh, No, no. um, No, that's that's, uh, gobbledygook. Um, I gave Spielberg all the credit here. I actually don't know why it's not a seven. I mean, he... Like, the screenplay, the idea, the approach is all so well done. And, like, for as much as the visuals are, like, some of the CGI stuff, the effects are not good... The There's overall... also not a movie like it, though, visually, yeah. either. Like, That's for a tree to just demolish a child, like, what scary movie It is just happen? balls to the, the wall willow. nuts. <laughs> <laughs> the Whomping Willow, hello. Um, Fair enough. Eat it, kid. Yeah, but it starts fucking whapping them, dude. Yeah, I'm gonna go seven. It too. bludgeons them. Um, it yeah, I mean, I was... I mean, it doesn't eat them, though. It could have. I don't um, know. Uh, no, I actually was just wondering this because I think I brought up all those like ideas that are inside the movie. I kind of want those to be fleshed out a little bit more. So I was thinking like, would this movie be even better as like a Jordan Peele movie? Cause you know, Jordan Peele is making Candyman, um, or he's producing the new Candyman that's coming out because he thinks there's a lot of racial issues in 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 the original Candyman that are not really explored and he wants them to be explored in this new version. So I do, for me, I kind of am like, it's a pretty, even though everything's crazy, it's a simple enough storyline that I wonder. But it's also, it's funny that you say simple because while you were saying all of that, I was like, it's actually way more complex than most scary movies are. Because like it is. like It it flashes those things though. I don't think it really like fully fleshes them out. But it's like a part of the actual storyline. Like the, the, yeah. at the end, you realize that the reason they're being haunted is because he never moved the dead bodies. Like they right. moved, a, they didn't even actually move the burial ground of these four poor fucking people. Like it's, it is very ingrained within the storyline. And maybe it's not like 
in your face, but like it could be developed into something way more in depth. I, as yeah. you're saying, I can't imagine the movie being better with those types of of things fleshed out. Though I think that the movie becomes significantly hmm. worse and less entertaining if you do that. Maybe I. I, another thing I was just thinking of is just like if like in originality, like E.T. is an extremely original movie and I hate that I have to keep comparing them, but they came out the same year and they're both. Spielberg oh, I mean, you ideas. should. Yeah. It and I just think here. like E.T. gets the seven, whereas this one is so close to a seven. It's like it's built off of horror stories and stuff and like little suburban nightmares and shit like that. And, and I think those are really well done. And that's why I'm like six still is well above average yeah but the only thing i'll say is i'm also i'm thinking about it within the genre though and maybe i'm wrong to do that but like we're thinking we're comparing these two films so i'm thinking about it within horror specifically and within horror this is completely original to me yeah yeah that's a good point and it's because if i compared it to literally every movie that exists then yes that would be a very different conversation well yeah i mean i i mean you are like we do typically talk about how it stands out in the genre in this part yeah I mean, the proof is in the pudding. I just don't really There's find like it. so many movies that <laughs> I've been, never get to say that yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, there's so many pudding. movies that um, that pay homage to this movie. Like it is yeah. so. I mean, it's very classic. Is, we're just gonna like se- well, we can't segue because we have to do. Well, original. okay, yeah, we'll talk about one. Paranormal Activity. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> just yeah, like for the sake of moving on I'm just going to stick with the six but I think you made some great arguments uh, Layla and I will see you in the appellate court um, <laughs> originality for paranormal activity I mean it, it's definitely original right like it's, yeah. it's an original idea for a horror but there have been other found footage stuff yes. I don't necessarily think it's the best found footage movie like I love Cloverfield um, mm-hmm. yeah, I love Blair Witch Project and I love, uh, that's it. Yeah. I mean, I don't really want to quarantine. Count. Like I love Chronicle and Project oh, X, but I wouldn't say Chronicle. they're like better. Chronicle's definitely top five. It's hard to rewatch. Um, but the other, like, I think it is really is it? original within its genre, but it's not like, it's not super original. I, I see now. Know? I think this is a movie where you flesh out more of the supernatural stuff instead of literally flipping through a demon book and being like, "Well, demons are um, they they'll be really smart about how they trick you." Yeah, it's like okay, thanks, Mika. Like instead, give glimpses of it <laughs> yeah. throughout, like they do in Hereditary. Like you get a whole yeah. history of payment. Without right. there ever being a scene where they're like, "Oh, well, this is payment. He did this." Well, and what that, they do and... is they drag it out over six movies, and then yeah. I also two. like that. Like, I think it's kind of original too that it doesn't. Um, I'm sorry, I interrupted you, but like, it doesn't. Um, you just made me think of something that I didn't even think about before. But it doesn't. That's like, okay. we just interrupt each other in this podcast. Totally. Uh, pa- paranormal movies tend to do this thing where there's like. This uh, over there's like a storyline constantly happening where someone has to research or they go to a demonologist and they sit in an office and they do oh, all this yeah. stuff. This movie is kind of original in the fact that it just bypasses all of that entirely, and you're just watching the day to day of people experiencing paranormal stuff, which over the course of only a few weeks. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a, a very short timeline. That's kind of cool, and I didn't really think about that. Is pretty original as far as paranormal films go in general. I gave it a five. <laughs> um, I didn't uh, yeah, think it I was gave like it a five too. Yeah, I didn't yeah. think it was the most original, but like even just what you were saying, Nick, totally like 
you're, I mean, there's, there's definitely original things happening in it for sure. For sure. It doesn't have a lot of holes either. I mean, the story is very simple, but I, it doesn't, (laughs) so many of these horror (laughs) movies, I would call this like, it's almost like hacky horror because it's all like jump scares and and things like that. That's the sequels to this movie. Yeah. And the, and those are bad, but I, I would say a lot of hacky horror movies, they just, uh, have a lot of loopholes that you could find. And like, I was even thinking, I was like, oh, well, this guy was dating her the whole time and he knew about this. And I really love the scene where it drops where he's like actually kind of frustrated. He's like, you didn't tell me. And she's like, whoa, was I supposed to go on the first date and let you know? And he's like, well, maybe not the first date, but maybe like the 15th before I moved when in. When we moved in together, yeah. And then they fucking, like, because I was wondering the whole time. Like, I was like, dude, wait, this might have been happening to you your whole life. And it's, Maybe you and were it's, just living places and standing over your roommates. Oh, man. That, yeah, that, and that's when that conversation comes. Yeah. And, I think I that's mean, a little bit after it, but yeah, he starts to think more. like. And it's kind of brilliant because they're in such a deep love, a loving relationship and they live together that it's really not an easy way out for him. He can't just be like, okay, well, I can't do this anymore anymore and although I gabe has made it clear that if it was him he I would, dip would out. <laughs> fucking bounce immediately but like also if i on the first night if i found out she had kept that secret for me when we moved in i'd be like dude fuck you and you're also paying the down payment and you're paying me back the <laughs> deposit did um, you hear the demon scream we caught it on video I mean, that that moment alone it's, it's just, just like fuck that i i would and 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 then I, w- I would leave the house and I'd be like, oh, you just want her? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> and then I'd run off. I'd get in my car. I'd go so far away. Let's get stabby stabbed. And uh, yeah, I mean, that was my only point. Like, I, I, I really, I, I do think that it is a well-made movie. It's, it's, it's simple in its concept, but it's not stupidly simple. Yeah, um, for sure. They thought it out. And There's it too much really exposition, clever. and it bothers the, the crap out of me that my favorite scene from when I watched it the first time is ruined this time because I never noticed that she goes, I can feel it breathing, and then it breathes. Yeah. I thought you just see her hair move because she's like, I feel it, and then you, you hear it. And then her hair moves, and I was like, man, in the theaters, that was killer. But th- this time, she's like, I can feel it breathing. <laughs> it would be way scarier. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we see that. Also, can I just make a point that, like, this guy, like, why wouldn't he switch sides with her on the bed at some point? Like, I don't know why she is <laughs> literally always on the door no. side. Habits, you know. <laughs> habits, can't, can't break, break those. Habits. Can't break those. I, I, I mean, see even that the, scene where they're like, we should, s- no, never mind. Even the scene when she, <laughs> even the scene when she wakes up, like, screaming from a nightmare, I could tell you the amount of times I've done that since I was like five years old. It's zero. And if that ever happened to my significant other, I would be like, all right, I have to kill you now because you can't be fucking waking me up like that and giving me a damn heart attack. Ladies, Gabe, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, Gabe. Yeah. I'm really well, selling my Line up, line up, <laughs> line up, ladies. <laughs> It's all for the podcast. Yeah. There better not be uh, there better not be a burnt photo from your childhood. Dude, in the if you attic even snore, ladies, out. you're gone. You're gone. I'm just gonna assume there's a demon in your if life. If you have even one burnt photo from when you were a child, he's out. Dude, even like that immediately, I'd be like, okay, well, so this guy fucking loves you. Take her. Take her. I'm not even jealous anymore. Okay. Oh, you can't uh, leave. No, Let's move on help. to our last category, legacy. Did you give it a five or six? I give it a five. All right. I agree with you guys. 
Um, not a lot of disagreement on this episode, which is it, it could make for fun uh, listening. Um, <laughs> Legacy. <laughs> let's talk about uh, the lasting impact of these movies. Um, how they were received when they that? came out, uh, how you received them over time. Uh, what's their legacy? Layla, start us off with Paranormal Activity. Uh, I gave Paranormal a six um, just because it like blew people's minds when it came out. And it was one of a kind when it came out at the time. Like People hadn't seen something like that come out in a really long time. Um, and there were a crap ton of sequels and it made a shit ton of money in theaters. Um, as much as like crap and then shit (laughs) (laughs) had to switch it up game. Uh, but yeah, I gave it a six cause it just, it did really well and people remember it and it's very talked about when it comes to paranormal, um, movies. It is one of the most profitable movies of all time. Yeah. $15,000 budget. A hundred and ninety-three million dollar gross. The actors that were paid so five hundred bucks. That's so they dumb. They didn't get any. They didn't have any rights. I'm sure they got, they got they royalties and stuff. And stuff. Yeah. But but Spielberg actually was one of the first people to to view the advanced screening of this. Spielberg, he watched it in two parts because he got too scared in his house. Because I'm sure he just has a giant theater and he was like, oh okay, demons are here, and he just turned it off and watched it in the morning when it was less scary. Uh, he loves it and they almost because he loved it so much and it was so popular when it when it was shown to to audiences they almost studios wanted to remake it with with well-known actors but decided that it would probably make a ton of money just with these two actors and so that they did and i'm glad they did yeah no, I, I thought that was really effective. I mean, yeah, you're right. Made I think it's of- I think it's a lot more effective that they're two people you've never ever seen ever before because it's just that much closer to you thinking that it's real. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it also, like, not only did it make all of those sequels, like, this Still. boomed this type of horror movie. Like, found footage, yeah. or found footage movies in general just started going, like, there were ones every three months at one point during the late 2000s, early 2010s. Yeah. And then, you, you know, there was also, like, a ton of low budget indie horror movies in general, people started becoming a little bit more clever about how they were making it. Um, and if they could differentiate themselves in that way, um, yeah. audiences weirdly hated this movie. It has like a 43% from audiences in I, on I, Rotten Tomatoes. And I know what it is. It's because of those fucking trailers with theater reactions. Everyone went into the movie being like, oh my God, this is going to be the scariest movie of all time. And then they probably were like, well, that was scary, but it wasn't the scariest movie of all time because you hyped it too much. Yeah. I mean, it's I also, also think probably... It's, yeah. Go ahead, ending. Layla. Oh, no. I was just going to say, I think it's probably also part of the reaction I had where like 75% of the movie, you're just fucking bored and you're watching people talk to each other. Yeah. Like, if, you I watch just, it, like, if you watch this in your house, it's not... It's not that. It's not a good movie. Yeah. It's just like, not a good it's movie. Fine. It's fine. I mean, if you, if you watch, you're just like watching this in your house and you're like, oh, Paranormal Activity, I'm going to flip that on. And then you're just like watching it like on a Saturday afternoon or something. It's not good. It's, it's like, like if you don't have the volume turned up, you can't hear that low volume. You can't hear some of the creepy footsteps. It just doesn't hit the, the same movie. way. It totally it does not hit the same yeah, way. Yeah, so I totally understand that audience rating. I mean, but I, I would agree that it's it's like 
an iconic movie. There are yeah, stills sure. of this movie that make me feel creeped out. Oh, yeah. I mean, the first oh moment God. when Nick and I were watching so and it it shows the first uh, time the in, the bedroom. in the bedroom. Yeah. 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 I was like, no, fuck not, this. Not nope, this. done. It's like when I saw Over the this. clown in Poltergeist. One of my favorite things from this movie that I is not even in the movie are the two alternate endings that I think are significantly better and creepier than yeah, the, the end ending is pretty stupid. The ending is really stupid, but the two alternative endings are great. In one of them, she goes downstairs. I've seen both of them in the DVD. Whoa. One of them, she goes downstairs. The whole knifing happens. And then she comes upstairs and just sits there with the knife for like a day. Oh. And then the friend comes in. Her You can hear her downstairs like, Mika? Mika? And then like freaks out because he's been stabbed. And then the police come in, and she's just, they do the whole, like, she's just sitting there still for, for, like, so long. And then Mm. the police come up, and they ask her to put the knife down, and she, like, snaps out of it, and is like, where's, what happened to Mika? Where's Mika? And they're like, put the knife down, and she doesn't put it down, and then she gets shot by the police. Nah, pass. It's pretty good. And then in another one, uh, Too much. She comes upstairs, Mika's not, she doesn't throw Mika, but she comes upstairs, door closes behind her, and she just slits her throat in front of the camera, staring right Better. I remember that one. Yeah, I'm okay with that one. Yeah, all right, uh, let's talk about, uh, did you give it, what did you give it? Maybe a five. Okay, I I gave it a six as well as as Layla. I gave it a five, not a six, because the sequels are trash true but there are trash. a lot of sequels it made a fuck ton so of money many. and people yeah. will always remember and another Grand one in two years uh so legacy for poltergeist um people i want to say one thing like people will always recognize the the poster like the image of yeah. her in front of the tv that's very yeah. recognizable um it's pretty famous for a lot of people i would say like i don't know a lot of people that have seen it our our, our age but or or younger <laughs> But I do think it was pretty popular, and I they think should. it is like a cult classic. Um, yes. It aged poorly in certain parts, but I think it aged really well in terms of acting and story. Like, yeah. it's, it's almost over time gotten better in terms of those um, aspects. Uh, it definitely inspired movies like Paranormal Activity yeah. and The Conjuring. Like, I think it's, it, it very much yeah, was like the, the root for that. the TV and Paranormal Activity that turns on and is all fuzzy. Yeah, that was, like, the immediate thing that it we thought. It definitely created, and, like, it created horror concepts for sure. And a lot of people, yeah. like, I think it's, I like think it's a classic horror. Yeah. yeah, I think it's one of those classic horror films that just inspire people that like to create horror, which in itself is a huge legacy. Like, I think... If you asked anyone that makes horror films, they would tell you Poltergeist is on their list because it is just an incredible big Native American burial ground horror type thing, too. Like, I think a lot of that, like, you'll see that in like The Simpsons and stuff. Like, I think that like might have come from (laughs) that. That's a great Simpsons episode. Uh, It was also nominated for three Oscars that year, um, but it obviously, the ones that it was up for, it had no chance going against my boy E.T. But I I still think I'm like, however, I'm. Between like a how, five and a six. How is it not a seven? I don't think it's a seven because I don't think I everyone has six. seen this movie. It, I gave it a seven. I don't think it, not everyone has seen this movie. I would actually be maybe surprised because if I feel even like, like 60% of our audience had, had seen it before. Maybe it's I feel I, like I, I wouldn't say everyone it. hasn't. I think that like everyone I talked to saw it a really long time ago and has not yeah. seen it since then. Yeah. Um, and then like... There's also just the importance of reflecting on like other generations. I did have a conversation with someone who watched this when they were when it like when it did come out and they said it was like 
just the scariest thing. And them and their friends just like were terrified of this movie. And I, and people, I've also talked with people who watched the exorcist when it, like when they were younger too, and how scary it was for them. And like, I do feel like for other generations, this really is the scary movie for them. Um, and it, and it's stood the test of time and we're talking about it right now. Right. Like it's obviously a movie that's still purpose of a podcast. Fair, oh, but we wouldn't have picked we it to do that. We yeah. wouldn't. Yeah, we wouldn't have picked it if it didn't matter in some respect or that people wouldn't give a crap to watch it. Right. So it it does have its own legacy in that respect. And then on top but of I, that. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> yeah. it, it, this is like fair. I just like I, I will. I never see it on any of the top horror lists. Oh, uh, I do. I, and like, I'm not I don't know if I would give it a seven out of seven because like a perfect oh, legacy. I, it's I like didn't. it's got to make way more I gave money. It it's got to be. Yeah. Yeah, I gave yeah. it a six. That's I also think, I also think, and the, maybe this is a good time to just bring it all up. Like, I think the like, the history around the set as well kind of adds to the legacy because it is yeah, like a very famous thing that like, haunted. yeah, that it's just like, just the shit that happened around the whole movie is like very famous. There's so many articles written about it. Four different actors from this franchise died. And, like, obviously not by, like, paranormal reasons or anything, but it is really, like, and and people from the set and from the films have said that they've all experienced paranormal things since filming the movie, and people believe that because they used real skeletons and real live dead bodies that it cursed the set and it cursed the individuals that worked with those dead bodies and, like, the efficacy of using real dead bodies. Um, So, like, I, I... that was by real dead bodies. Bodies.com and facing off. To get what? You could get your own dead body in your house. no, I think that's fair. And I'm out of six as well. I think it's it's the I mean the history of this movie is is fantastic. Uh did you add them up, Nick? I did. I'm upset that you guys didn't give this a seven. This is you, like but one you, of seven <laughs> is like so absurd because seven is a perfect legacy, and it's and it should. be How like, does Poltergeist not have? Because I don't I feel know like that a would single be like, person who has ever mentioned the movie Poltergeist to me before we are doing it on this episode. I've never talked to you about Poltergeist. I didn't even think you had ever seen it before. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. This is the third time I've seen this movie. Literally, you have never mentioned the movie Poltergeist until you said we should I do it for this episode. Think that I just feel like a seven but is reserved like for like. Movies. But I feel like it's one of the most iconic horror movies of all time. Like, i.e. poltergeist i just would rarely like it's not the exorcist it's not like the exorcist it's not it's it's just not the exorcist guys (laughs) but it's in the same breath it's up there it's great six is this is what's become so absurd about our rating scale is when people are like like mad when someone gives a six and a six is so well above average it's it's tough it gets an 88 out of 100 i just feel like i reserve sevens for like like just the utmost, like just the up, like well, there's I no question about it. Is the utmost? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I support it. Um, I support you, wait, Nick. So got <laughs> the out of most five. Up. Is that the same amount that we gave Scream? Um, it was I in the eighties. It I was eighty something. Like Shortly. Um, and then what? Did, was like eighty five. Uh, paranormal Activity. <laughs> paranormal Activity got a sixty nine. Oh fuck Oof. yeah! 
Insert saxophone. And if you add them together, it makes 420. It makes 666, Uh, number of the beast. Let's give uh, out some uh, accolades. This episode Um, is brought to you by the beast. Uh, Who won these movies? MVP. We didn't talk about the beast. Yeah, demons. Yeah, demons win. Uh, Paranormal. I don't know. Ghosts. Spielberg. Mm, Ectoplasm. Spielberg because we talked about Spielberg the most. Yeah. Even though he went to our rival high school, fucker. Uh, <laughs> did he really? Yeah, he's from Saratoga. I did not know that. Shut Mediums. up. Yeah, Saratoga High, yo. Whoa. Is it yeah. Whoa. Um, what about... Wait, least... who's the MVP? We didn't name one. Demon Spielberg. Demon. Spielberg and Demons. Uh, who Same lost? Uh, suburbia. Mm, houses. <laughs> yeah, houses lost. Houses lose. The real estate market. Um, uh, the people who had to sell those houses afterwards. <laughs> Can we just say capitalism? Because uh, they literally just like moved just headstones to make more houses because of yeah. money. Oh, my God. I have a great send-off because of that. Um, what about <laughs> comeback player of the year, performance that grew on you the most? Hmm. Mika. Hmm. Did he grow on you? I actually he got worse for me. <laughs> he got I worse for me. I liked him when he was goofy, <laughs> and I hated him when he was macho. <laughs> and wore that ridiculous porn outfit to go out to dinner. Dude, I said to Nick yeah, and uh, Layla he does. that he doesn't even. I was like, <laughs> they live in this nice ass house with a pool in the backyard in San Diego. Real estate's probably just out of this world, and they're drinking one of those big bottles of yellowtail wine. Like, oh God. they're poor. They're that just, is, he's they're a day poor. trader. Well, he's a day trader and she's a she's a student. So, yes, that makes perfect sense to me. True. How the fuck do they have that house? I mean, he must. he's a day trader. He trades day during trade. the day. CoinNet. He works um, for CoinNet. <laughs> all right. Sure Comeback player. Did anyone else grow on you over time? I don't know. I don't know if there is a person that grew I think the mom gets better and better in uh, Poltergeist. The, the demon. See, I loved her oh, from no, like. Craig I loved T. Her Nelson, from the I think, gets more. He just gets okay. more range as the movie goes on when That's they make fair. him more serious. I think the demon um, in Paranormal Activity. Grew sixth on man. Kind of like him by the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. True. The demon does grow on you. Uh, sixth man. Man <clears throat> breathes on you. Yeah, keep feeling uh, breathing. Sixth man. The performance uh, who did the most with the least i was gonna say tangenic the um the medium uh but she kind of has a lot of scenes yeah. in in poltergeist so i think it has to go to the guy who the- walks into the house and goes Uh-oh. oh wow okay <laughs> no <laughs> it is <laughs> <laughs> one of the one of the most unintentionally funny scenes Ooh, I've seen in a while. No, okay. Oh, oh, no, it's, I have to go. It's so quick. Well, wait, he should we leave? No, you oh. shouldn't leave. That won't help. I'll call you later. He's like, I'm Never sorry, calls. Dr. Avery is out of... Okay, wow. <laughs> <laughs> he, he feels it. It's so good. Uh, oh, six man t- oh, for be all him. six men. Did you have one too, Layla? I was going to say the clown. Oh, oh fuck that's that a good clown, one. dude. <laughs> I mean, uh, fuck that clown, but literally has like two scenes and just like it's the beginning and the end and then him. kills it in the end, grabs him in the end. Highly recommend everyone watch Scary Movie 2. Oh, you know what I just realized? This I just is three, the other night. three weeks in a row 
or three episodes in a row where we're talking about movies that were made fun of by Scary Movie. Oh, yeah. Because Hollow Man was also made fun of by Scary Movie, too. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's incredible. Wow. wow I think I need to rewatch Scary Movie because I think they reference like an, an insane amount of movies and I didn't realize at the time how many movies they reference until now. Because they, even the fact that just those that's three incredible. movies alone, like that's, and I know that there's a handful more. Like I need to rewatch no, scary, scary movie, movie one movies. makes fun of like ten movies within it. They're genius, and then they just fell apart later. And we'll do scary movie at some point on this. Wow, that's incredible. That's really good. Uh, All star team, <laughs> uh, Jody Williams, uh, the Beast, the Beast in parent no jody williams uh craig t nelson tangina heather o'rourke heather o'rourke and uh the beatrice Strait. yeah i'm fine with that was that five it was four and then the and then the me and then the guy that walks in and goes (laughs) oh wow Uh, (laughs) he's great in the first scene he's in too because he's so matter-of-factly the worst person Oh, that's the same guy yeah. coming back to the well, house. Well, she calls him back. Yeah, she like, calls him back. Know, I didn't know what to do. Because the demonologist also, doesn't answer. This movie doesn't allow guy. for more actors to be in it, so we no. have the same guy come. Oh, back. I thought that was a different. But guy. also, to be that fair, is as so much as much funnier. To be fair, as much as we're like making fun of him, I think we all would have been him in that situation too. We all no, have no, been no. like, "All right, I need to get the fuck out of here." Um, he's like, you know, I think me being here is actually making it worse. I need to get myself out of this situation. This is an unhealthy environment for me to be in. Fucking unbelievably good. (laughs) It's just so funny. It's just Oscar worthy, dude. He's so funny in the first scene too, where he's like, "Tell me, you know, yeah, I can't, can't, never give up a, you know, an opportunity to drive down to San Diego." (laughs) Yeah, it's just really believable. He's he definitely is probably he's a he's a trained actor. I can tell. What if he's an actual ghost expert? That'd be pretty funny. All right. Do you guys have recommendations for other Paranormal movies people movies? should watch? Paranormal act- movies would be good. Uh, Blair Witch Project. <laughs> oh, I, I would say anyone who hasn't seen the Blair Witch Project, you, you should. It's it's really, really good. You got like, the remake. It, it, no. No. It ages, but it ages really well. Yes. And yeah. I'm not, like, I don't think it's that scary. It definitely is scary towards the end, like the second mm-hmm. half of it. It's more really depressing. Like, I watched it with Jimmy, and I felt, like, legitimately awful for the characters. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's not great for them. It's uh, not in a good situation. That's a great one. Yeah. What about you, Layla? I mean, speaking of recommendations, you asked me a loaded question last week of what my favorite Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I asked you what your time. favorite horror movie. And so now, on the spot, I'm going to ask, what's your favorite found footage movie? Why do you keep doing this to me? This is like because really it's funny. upsetting. I'm kidding. You could say what's I don't your favorite like it. horror movie? Okay, no, okay. So I thought so I so I thought about so I thought about the horror movie thing and I have a little bit more thought on it. So oh, I kind of have a little bit of a list at this point. <laughs> um I want to clarify my Rosemary's Baby point to that was one of the first horror movies that like hit me really psychologically and also felt very like indie and felt like a cinephile can enjoy it because there's a lot of things about it that is like very cinematic about it so that's why like i look back at that as like enjoying it as a film lover but the movie that fucked me up the most when i was a kid and i didn't remember this when you asked me was the sixth sense that scene where he's locked in the closet and the sixth sense still fucks me up to this day so that shit scared the crap out of me when i was a kid and i also feel like 
I'm kind of mad that none of us said this last time. How did no one bring up The Shining? And how have we not brought up The Shining at all? Yeah, The Shining. I mean, I, I should have. Because The Shining, I think when I think Nick and I did do our favorite horror movies when we did this episode last year. And The Shining is a top five horror for me. Yeah, I mean, it's, an, it's, it's one of the most like... What did I say then? Is Jaws a horror movie? Yeah, technically, yes. That. I wouldn't call yeah, it Yeah, it's that. on lists. It's adventure, I wouldn't right? either, but it's on lists. As a horror movie, um, yeah, I I, consider one, but I think they line. they someone thought it was a horror movie and then started making horror movies with it in the sequels. Yeah, I I, I mean, The Shining is probably my number one. With it's one of like, the like, most referenced and quotable horror movies of all time. And I like and if I we're just talking absolutely about love Kubrick, and so yeah, it, incredible, it's amazing. But I I mean yeah I I fluctuate between like that and like. But the, I, I have different ones that I like for different purposes. Like for the sure. scariest and movie of all time for week. me is Hereditary. But mm-hmm. like I like I enjoy watching Scream the most, but I'm most right. impressed totally. by The Shining. Yeah. So that's like yes. I, I could I could do this all day. Um <laughs> I don't have any other like we I don't watch paranormal movies. But there are I was listening to the big picture this week and they were talking about some like really uh not on the like uh, off the beaten path yeah off the beaten path like horror movies and one that i've always wanted to watch is called wreck like record oh yeah i hear it's amazing yeah i've never seen it but i do want to watch that and i want to watch vhs i hear vhs is good too that's a found footage one (laughs) yeah we should pee our both of our pants we should pee pee in each other's pants uh do you have any other recommendations uh no i think you guys covered it as far as yeah go i don't i haven't seen like a really great horror movie in what feels like a long time. Do you time. like It Follows? I don't know what that is. The movie that everyone... Should I know what that it's is? It's the one that's about like STDs, it's but it's like a horror movie. <laughs> it's like no, I had super, <laughs> super famous. Like it, a few years ago, it came out, this indie movie, and it was like the, the new horror movie. It was like before Hereditary and The Witch. It oh. was like, oh, we're changing the genre. Oh, the like indie so horror is becoming great. I hear it follows, is, follows is amazing. I really didn't. It just, it's just called It Follows. Um, I know, but you it, said it's I, about STDs. It, it's it's about just gonorrhea. Um, <laughs> uh, no, it it is a metaphor for that. But uh, I, I know on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow, ninety five. Yeah, yeah, wow. it's really. But I watched Damn. the first few scenes and I was like, this movie sucks. Um, so I'll finish it. Um, I'm just not a big horror movie person. Uh, okay, uh, next week we are going to be doing a special Halloween episode with Layla. She's so excited. We are doing Hocus Pocus versus Beetlejuice. And if you don't know what the connection is, then you tune in next week. Because uh, it's going to be a fun time. Watch and we are going to decide what makes a horror movie. What are the or uh, what makes a Halloween movie? What are the best Halloween movies, and which of those is the better Halloween movie? Uh, do you guys this have some a send-off serious since talk I right told here? Everyone about our Instagram. Happy Halloween, y'all. That's yours. Yep. And what about you? It's freaking bats. Sorry, I had to say it because there's. You son of a bitch! You moved the cemetery, but you left the bodies, didn't you? You son of a bitch! You left the bodies, and you moved the headstones! You only moved the headstones! Why? Why? (laughs) Oh my god.